Washed up sports podcast. What's going on? 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 What's going on, guys? We are now happy to be joined by Dr. Justin Klein of Got Your Back Total Health. Dr. J, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Good to see you. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. So we're going to hop right into the interview. So Dr. J, you have your own practice located in Washington, D.C. Your place goes way beyond everyday chiropractic. So you're a trained chiropractor. Tell us a little bit about your brand, what you guys aim to do at Got Your Back. Uh, well, um, first of all, thanks for having me. It's really great to see you guys. Um, and thanks for the platform to be able to talk a bit about it. Uh, Got Your Back Total Health is... Um, it's a, it's a total health and wellness center. So we're an integrated medical clinic. That means that we do not only chiropractic and physical therapy, but also nutrition and functional medicine, meaning like, uh, for example, intravenous nutrition, um, and then also regenerative medicine. So things like stem cell therapies and injections into joints and muscles so that we can help with torn ligaments and cartilage and stuff like that. Um, I also have a nonprofit organization called the Got Your Back Foundation. Uh, so anybody out there listening can check it out at thegybfoundation.org. And we do a lot of things for people who are underserved and underprivileged, as well as those with insurance and things like that. So um, if you're learning, trying to learn to move without pain, if you're an old washed up athlete out there or somebody with an old injury or something like that, or even an acute injury, uh, that's what we do. We, we help people to learn how to move without pain and uh, live their best lives. So, you know, it's not just chiropractic or just physical therapy. It just kind of goes well beyond all of that. And that's just, I think, what I think works the best. Very cool. Yeah, that's very mm -hmm. cool. So I know you have had the chance throughout your career to get involved with, you know, some sports medicine, as you said, and it's something you guys offer, you know, sports medicine, stuff like that at got your back. Tell us about some of the work you were able to do with team like the Washington nationals and other sports organizations you may have been able to work with throughout your time. Sure. Um, well, I've, I've worked with a lot of athletes from, you know, the pros to desk jockeys out there like you guys. Um, you know, I think of everybody description. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think we're all, uh, you know, uh, well, let's just speak to the current times. I've been um, Tuesdays and Thursdays. The clinic hasn't been open throughout this whole pandemic situation. So I've been humbled to learn really what it takes to sit at a desk all day for even just one one off days here and there on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But um, but anyway, uh, you know, I think of the human body as an athletic machine. And it's just the way that I think, I think that, um, you know, movement is medicine and, you know, that's like, uh, you know, the thousands year, years old, you know, uh, like philosophy. Um, that's just so true. Movement uh, overall really is something that people aren't doing enough these days. And, um, you know, if, or when they do, they do it a little, maybe too much. And sometimes, in my humble opinion, incorrectly. Um, and they need to learn how to restore their body's abilities. Um, so, you know, I say all that to kind of give you that foundation. Like it's not really, it's not really about so much the, the athletes that I've worked with those top-notch athletes, they need to learn some of the simple things that I teach to everybody out there. 
Um, so I'm an instructor for a movement system called Original Strength. And I've tied that in with my, uh, my chiropractic techniques, um, chiropractic biophysics and a lot of diversified types of techniques. And um, understanding that structure dictates function right? Think about that or structure determines or governs the function of the, of the body or of the whatever. Think about it like a, a car versus a truck. The structure of a car versus the structure of a truck determines what it is and what it does, right? So, um, or the structure of a water molecule, right? Like H2O is water. H2O2 is hydrogen peroxide. You don't want to drink something with an extra oxygen molecule on it, right? So think about that and then understand how athletes have basically uh, changed their postures. I, I talk a lot about my idol, Cal Ripken, right? And all you guys out there hopefully know who the Iron Man is, okay? That man showed up to work every single day. And that's where I get my work ethic from and an understanding like that. But how many times do you guys know, because y'all are young, but how many times did he change his batting stance? <laughs> like all the time. He, he changed his batting stance like every other week. And like, you know, he, he was, he was known as one of the better hitting shortstops in, 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 you know, ever. Right. But, um, you know, he wasn't like, a you know, a, a you know, a, a, what do you call it? A, you know, he was he didn't bat fourth. What do you call that? Cleanup hitter. Cleanup. Cleanup. There you go. Right. Look at me. Like I'm washed up. So I haven't paid attention to these things. Well, he wasn't a cleanup batter at all. Right. Like, I mean, maybe a couple of weeks in his career. Um, but, you know, so think about that. Right. The structure of the body, you know, makes so much sense to understand. And then, um, you know, so I've worked with a couple of athletes for the Washington Nationals, got them back out on the field pretty quickly. Um, you know, some of them still required some surgical procedures and things down the line, but this was also before the regenerative medicine revolution of including things like stem cell therapy and things like that. Um, I've worked with some uh, professional soccer athletes, uh, a couple of football players, a couple of hockey players. Um, so, you know, so it's been, it's been a good time, fun time in my career to be able to get out there with some of those guys. Is your, when you're working with these people, is it, you said some of them have gone on to require surgery. When you see a patient, is it your number one goal to keep these people off the operation, off the operating table? Is that like the biggest thing? That's a great question. I'd love, I'd love to be able to, I think they would love to be able to, of course. Right. So I, I think it's, you know, what it comes down to is, uh, um, you know, whether or not the longevity of their career is going to require them getting on the surgical table, you know, and, their ability to heal after that right and so the younger you are if you do have a surgical procedure the the better the outcome usually right and that's because the human body itself actually has more regenerative types of tissues like stem cells in it the younger we are uh, the older we get right the less regenerative we can be right with the less enzymes our body creates on its own and all those kind of things um so they're they're sort of up against the timetable right like the younger they are if they're if they're in their 20s you know, and they're, they're thinking that they might need a surgery. Like how many athletes, if you look at it, that got a Tommy John, right. Surgery on an elbow in their young twenties can still pitch into their late thirties, most right. of them. But if they got that Tommy John in their thirties, they might not be able to handle it later on, you know, that, as, that much longer. Um, so, you know, these are just kind of things that we think about, right? Like we do want to be able to restore people's movements and restore their function as much as we can. Um, 
but sometimes it's still still necessary to get them that orthopedic or neurological consult. Gotcha. So you touched a little bit on original strength and just going into that a little bit more. That's so that is a program of sorts that mm-hmm. was already made that you kind of partnered up with or yeah. and then you like bring that to your clients. Yeah, yeah. I so original strength was um, founded by a guy named Tim Anderson and uh, a couple others, colleagues of his, Jeff Newpert and Mike Musselman. And uh, there's a bunch of master instructors out there that are so brilliant. And it's such a simple set technique, set of movements. And uh, one of the things we say is don't confuse or mistake the simplicity of a movement with the complexity of its effect on the system. Okay. So think about that for a second, right? simple movements have a complex effect. And so for example, breathing and following your eyes and crossing midline, those are the three key principles to the original strength movement system. And they make a lot of sense. If you do physical therapy without focus on breathing and following your eyes, then you're actually missing some links to how the body actually heals itself. Think about it from, from a sports perspective, right? If you're playing like I baseball is my first love, so we're going to keep tying it into baseball. Okay. If you're not pointing or looking at the first baseman, unless you are Ozzie Smith, you are not going to throw it at the first baseman. <laughs> okay. Like yeah. there's, there was something, I mean, he could be doing a backflip and, and get that thing to the first, you know, to the first baseman on a, on, on a, you know, a dime. But I mean, you know, the, the thing is that I think that the original strength movement system ties in so many uh, simplicities that are missing out there in the health and wellness field and the the rehab field or the physically therapeutic movement field um, in order to help us restore our reflexive control and stability. And those are all things that build strength and, you know, and, and mobility and flexibility and all those types of things. So it's, it's awesome. Super cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. No um, Ev was telling me earlier about this word that you trademarked. And I was like, is that, is that a word? What's it mean? Like I, I have a lot of questions. So sure. he told me, he told me to trademark the word movementality. Can you yeah. define that for us? Because I'm kind of lost. I, I, oh man. So how about this? Uh, let me ask you a question. What would your definition of that word be? I'd rather kind of throw it out there. Max, take us um, away. <laughs> I'd probably have to say it'd have to be your mentality and your, your mindset going towards your daily movements would be my best guess. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, it means what it means to you as you define it on your own, right? And it's kind of a word. So for me, move mentality is simply the words movement and mentality mashed together, right? I mean, if you just mash them together, it is mind body without the hyphenate, right? And so to me, there are parallels between your movement, physical movement and your emotional state of being. Okay. So if you're more in pain, let's think of it from a pain standpoint. If you're more in pain, your emotional stress is going to be higher up on that meter too. Right. And if you're, if you're looking for a way to decrease your emotional instability, do something simple for your physical body in order to affect that. Right. So there's kind of this sort of full circle. Um, but movementality is, uh, is simply a word, I think, that has meaning to many people, but it hasn't really been defined yet. That's the short answer to that, Max, you know, to give you that. But 
there is uh we do have an app coming out i've got my own podcast called the move mentality podcast a movement as medicine it's a, a unique perspective and, a, and a, a look an alternative look at your personal health so it's going to be talking about all things total health and wellness um from just the basics of what's in the app and how we can move better without pain to the controversial topics in health and wellness healthcare. So absolutely. So that's going to be, be able to be found on like Apple, Spotify, all the podcasting platforms. Yep. The podcast platforms. Um, The app will be found on your Google play store and your Apple pod, Apple, uh, Apple store. Um, And those will all be unveiled on March 20th. 2021 so fantastic coming up pretty soon yeah yeah coming soon next big, month. Th- big things going on no doubt mm-hmm. so that just one more thing that i had a question what made you want to trademark that word like what like <laughs> about it what what to you you were just like i want this to be a part of my brand and i think this is really something really special i have no idea honestly <laughs> <laughs> so it's, a, it's a great question evan uh, i mean i i think um, maybe as you know, I mean, my brother's a patent attorney. I talked to him and I'm like, Hey, you know what? Like, uh, I think I'm going to trademark this word. He goes, don't do it. <laughs> he goes, there's nothing you can do with it. And I'm like, you know, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. It's kind of the way, um, you know, the way that my career has been, I, I'm not your chiropractor's chiropractor. I'm not just a, I'm more of an entrepreneur than I am. Totally. Um, you know, just, uh, a chiropractic doctor, um, or a movement guy or whatever. I, I really love what I do. And it makes a lot of sense to me that people need to learn these types of things and, and to move better and just to like, be more mindful. Like you said, Max, I mean, it's about a mindfulness that to, to a lot of people out there still, sadly, mindfulness and meditation are like jargon words. Okay. Like they don't, they don't see them as actual viable ways to to be healthy or be well in life. Um, and that's unfortunate, you know. So to me, it, it's like I got into my career because of like what I thought was a common sense perspective that is really now, you know, this many years into it, like not common sense. And that's yeah. sad to me. You know what I mean? It, we live in a sick care healthcare system, you know, and we we do not get proactive about health in a healthy way. Um, we think that medicine is the first thing that we need or a surgeon is the first person we should talk to. These things are like crazy ironic to me. Crazy, like they make no sense whatsoever. Like I would, if I get injured, you damn right I am not going to a surgeon first. Orthopedist is short for orthopedic surgeon. Okay. Like I I don't want to go to somebody that wants to cut me open first. Like that's what they do. They're going to refer me to a physical therapist. So if I could go to a physical therapist first or chiropractor that does physical therapy or whatever, right. That's going to be my option. That just makes more sense to me. So it doesn't really make sense to me that people go, you know, in a different direction than that. Um, But you know, it it is what it is. I mean, it's what we've been trained and I don't want to, call it brainwashed but maybe it kind of has been you bring up some absolutely fantastic points there and i think that's really important for people to hear and i like how you said you're not your you're not your chiropractor's chiropractor because your your place i've seen the place it's not a place where you make an appointment you walk in and you get a chiropractic adjustment you can do that if you want to but it's so much bigger than that Mm -hmm. and actually i mean we don't encourage that 
Um, I, I try to, in a way, discourage that in my clinic, but it has nothing to do with me saying, hey, you know what, if that's what you want, I, I'm on the board of chiropractic in the District of Columbia. I'm happy. I know most of the chiropractors in D.C. I will refer you to somebody if you just want to get, uh, had an old employee, they called it stop and popped. <laughs> stop in, get adjusted or rack and cracked, you know, which is the old adage. But I think that we, um, you know, in my clinic, I don't like to adjust a cold spine. You know, I like people to be warmed up. Um, I also think of body language. I think of the way that people's posture and reflexive, you know, situation that they're living in, right? Like, and I'm looking at you two guys with, you know, put those, put those mics up a little higher, right? Sit up a little taller, right? It's going to feel good right there you go right so um so but these types of things posture. are 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 super important you know what what's inside your spine guys bones and liquid no what's inside your spine evan i don't know um oh no you guys are gonna have to put this one on the podcast because spinal fluid right your spinal fluid protects and your spine itself protects what my back, my vertebrae. 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 Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. No, we're, we're How about it. your nervous system, guys? This oh, is part of the problem, go. right? Your central nervous system is in there. And part of the problem, calling you guys out, giving you a hard time. Fair, um, please do. Please do. do. But your, your brain is inside your head, right? Inside your cranium, right? And your central nervous system is inside your spine. Your spine is the only organic, like, system. Your, your nervous system, I should say, is the only organic nervous or system in your body that's protected fully by bone right and it's protected because it's sensitive and it's connected to everything it makes everything work right, right. so so your your heart doesn't really work with that well your heart does can work without it but it's got a backup system and that's controlled by the nervous system your gut right your lungs right? Everything else that you, you don't necessarily feel working and, and being completely vital to your health, right? Is, is working because of your nervous system. All right. So all these types of things are super important. And for me, it's, it's really an understanding of all of that. Here's another question for you guys. Do you know why chiropractic exists? Tell us. All right. So there was a guy in 1895 who was deaf and he got adjusted by a guy named D.D. Palmer and his hearing came back. Ooh. All right. So it's not about pain management. Chiropractic is about understanding that pain management is a side effect of having a healthy alignment and healthy structure. Okay. So what other kind of like medical system out there do you know that has a really nice side effect like that? I don't, you know, so that's kind of, to me, these are the types of things that I like to teach people to understand so that they don't just rely on me. Right. Like I, I'm not in it, you know, th this line of business for, uh, you know, like, you know, for the, for the money, this is about like, kind of just because I love it uh, The money I always believed is just going to come along with it. I'm going to make a living cool, you know? Um, but I, I love giving wellness advice and healthcare to people that don't necessarily know that it exists in this way. I think it's really kind of cool. I think the ones that do know it makes it even more fun because we can, you know, we could, we could talk and nerd it up a lot about these kind of things, but like, I, I really don't think that people unfortunately know enough about these sort of, to me, common sense types of things. And, um, you know, when you learn about these kind of, there you go, keep sitting up straight there, Max, you can keep on falling over and knock your mic over. I was going <laughs> to uh, say point A and point B. 
right? <laughs> yes. for, for reasons like why we saw that five minutes ago. Yeah. 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 And I mean, look, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, for me again, like it's, it's, this is like why I, I think that I'm happy in this life. Right. Like, I think like if I was to be dealing with people in pain every day, like most people, when I ask that question, guys, they, they go, I don't know, pain, back pain, neck pain or whatever. Like that's why chiropractic exists. Like, Oh my God. Like for those chiropractors out there, I, look, I love you chiropractors out there that are listening. Okay. But, um, if you're in it for pain management, like you, you know, you're probably, I'm just going to guess. Okay. But you're probably dealing with pain yourself every day. Like whether that be emotionally or physically or whatever it is. Um, for me, I got into it because like, it's like, this is a, this was about me. Like Evan, you've seen my office. I have a big wrestling mat in the middle of my office and kettlebells and like rings and things to hang from. Like, it's because I was a personal trainer. My background is in fitness and wellness. And like, I, it, I built it around what I love so that I could be happy. This is about my ego. It's about me feeling good. You know what I mean? The right. fact that I'm aware of that, at least hopefully gives me a, a little sense of humility to work around with it, you know, because I don't want people to, necessarily walk into my office and be like oh that's dr klein's space like this is dr klein and like it's about you know it's, it's i got your back you know what i mean like i want you to know that you can use my space and take over you know to you know take hopefully change your healthcare and wellness perspective with what we do here and um anyway you know i i, I do believe that we can do a lot more than just kind of rely on our doctors to help us through you know our problems absolutely yeah. And I think it's really good for us to, this is definitely a different type of interview for us than what we usually do. And I think it's good for people to hear this, not only because it's just so important from a life aspect, but like, obviously we're a sports podcast and I think people, injuries and things like that are a huge yeah. part of sports. So to get a little inside look into that is very cool for not only us, but I think it'll be very cool for our listeners as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I'm happy to, we could, we could nerd it up about some sports stuff if you want to go into it. Absolutely. Um, we could do but it. I mean, you know, like we could talk about some of the injuries I've dealt with and, you know, with some of these professional athletes or anybody, I mean, shoulder injuries, neck stuff, you know, lower backs, knees, hips, um, you know, they have a lot more than you think guys, right? Like, and if you've heard, um, you know, recently that things like regenerative medicine are, are becoming a bigger deal out there, like a lot of athletes are getting stem cell injections, um, you know, to help heal some of these torn tissues and things like that. It's pretty cool. Uh, but a lot of chiropractors or a lot of I should say a lot of athletes out there have a chiropractor. Right. right. Um, you ever seen these kind of these quotes like Jerry Rice. Right. Uh, Michael Jordan. I think. um Barry Bonds used to fly his chiropractor around the country with him. Huh. It's pretty cool. That is. Yeah. <laughs> I need that kind of gig. Yeah, that'd be a cool gig. Traveling the country <laughs> like that. Yeah, with the team. If yeah, somebody was putting me on a jet to go wherever they went, that'd be awesome. And then I could watch that ball games be. from the from the private uh private rooms. Yeah. 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 That'd no be doubt. awesome. So <laughs> You were kind of a, back in your back in your heyday. You were a decorated athlete yourself. Obviously, you know, maybe a little washed up now. I don't want to say that, but uh, but do you think your experience with athletics inspired you at all to do what you are doing today? Absolutely. Um, and uh, this maybe should have been the first question to kind of give you a, a little bit of perspective of who I am. Um, I was a three sport athlete. I played baseball. Baseball was my first love. That's why I bring this up so much. 
then I played soccer and then I was a wrestler as well. Um, but over the four years of high school, um, I ended up with shoulder injuries that led me to elbow injuries. So I couldn't play baseball anymore. And then I stopped playing soccer my senior year because uh, while I was on the varsity squad, I, um, I, would, I wanted to focus on wrestling because I was ranked in the first in the top two or three in the state in my weight class. And then um, one thing led to another. I was winning six to two in the regional semifinal match. And I ended up tearing three ligaments in my ankle a couple of minutes before the end of the match. So I had to, uh, I, I remember that moment when the doctor was taping up my ankle after I stopped crying like a big baby. Um, I realized, you know, I'm probably going to be a doctor and take care of athletes and, and not be the champ myself. So it definitely, definitely, definitely impacted my life and the trajectory of, of where I am and why I am where I am right now. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, having to go to the state tournament that I had a chance at winning on crutches and watch, you know, some guy who I didn't get a chance to wrestle at all that year win the state championship in my weight class. It was kind of, uh, you know, very quite impactful, I should say. No doubt. Yeah, I can only imagine. Mm -hmm. um, so tell us a little bit about right now at Got Your Back, what you're like big thing that you're currently working on maybe and some of your goals for the near future. I know you talked about an app and a podcast, mm -hmm. but uh, what's going on over there? Um, well, yeah, all those things. I mean, we have been blessed and lucky enough to be able to grow through, uh, through the pandemic. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm lucky enough that I was able to hire three new employees uh, in the past few weeks and uh, we're training them. So, um, while I work on some other projects like the Move Mentality podcast and the Move Mentality app, um, you know, we're, we're building out our systems so that we can also, um, you know, build on our nonprofit side. So as a business, we're a hybrid business. So for profit and nonprofit, we have both. Um, I'll give you an example at what the nonprofit does and how we are funded aside from donations through the GYBfoundation.org. Uh, another another little name drop there, website drop. So please check us out um, because if you have any way to help us support um, people's healthcare, uh, those who really can't afford it, um, you know, we would be blessed to take your money and give it to somebody who really, really can use it. Uh, but basically what we do, um, as you guys might or may not know, a, a lot of people have really high deductibles out there these days, right? Really high premiums. They're paying an arm and a leg for healthcare. I know patients with $6,000 or more deductibles, right? Which, you know, on top of a minimum wage job, or, you know, they're not making more than, let's say, 30 or $40,000. They can't afford $6,000 out of their pocket before they get healthcare coverage. Um, so they don't use it. So they have this healthcare system right? That uh, tells them they have like maybe unlimited coverage, but they don't actually have the ability to use it. Um, so essentially what we do is we, we allow for cash discount fees and then um, they can basically pay 50% uh, towards the nonprofit organization and have a charitable write-off a donation um, so they can itemize those donations and also get some tax money back. Um, so there's ways for us to allow for health and wealth benefits 
for our patients. And so those are projects that we're working on making sure these are also, these are all running projects right now. They're all in play right now already. Um, but we are trying to grow them. So, um, if you check out our YouTube page on uh, the got your back foundations, YouTube page, so just search got your back foundation, you'll find that we're doing at least one everyday live class or a clinic. Uh, so we start on Mondays at 10 a.m. We do at 10 a.m. Eastern time. We do a 10 minute guided meditation. Uh, then we have a movement class at noon. Uh, that's a variable movement class. This week coming up is a cardio and core movement class. Then we have uh, Tuesdays. We do um, a uh, nutrition and lifestyle class. On Wednesdays, we have a capoeira class. If you've heard of capoeira. Um, and then we're working on some more for Thursday and Friday and Saturday, we do a movement, another movement class at noon. So I teach one once a week, once a month. And then we've had our kettlebell classes, Pilates, yoga, all kinds of stuff. So the goal for that is to build out like a network of wellness programs. Sure. Um, so it'll have like, you know, you name it, like you'll be able to watch somebody walking around to community gardens, teaching everybody what. Uh, a kale plant looks like, right? And what mm. cucumbers look like while they're growing. And then another class an hour later that shows you how to cook it, right? Okay. So uh, so there's all kinds of cool things that we can do to, uh, you know, to bring wellness stuff to the world. And that's the ultimate goal. Absolutely. Super cool. So for our listeners, before we wrap up, where can our listeners find you on social media and follow you and follow what you're cool. doing? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Justin Klein. That's K-L-E-I-N. Um, you can also find uh, my businesses in my bio there, but um, at gotyourback underscore health and at GYB Foundation. Uh, those are all on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, Got Your Back Total Health and the Got Your Back Foundation uh, on YouTube as well. I'm also on Clubhouse. If you're checking out Clubhouse these days, everybody, I'm the yep. Got Your Back Doc. Got Your Back Doc on Clubhouse. Awesome. Fantastic. We'd like to thank you for joining us today and talking with us a little bit about what you're doing. And uh, best of luck to you going forward. Awesome. Thank you, gentlemen. It's great being here.